Hey now. All right, our newest co-host, everyone. All right. He only moaned for most of that. That's good. Oh, great beginning. How are we? We're back, back in the New York groove, and welcome to the All Over Teams podcast, the uninformed and the equally opinionated gander into the sporting world, as always. My name is Alistair Kirk, and once again, for the first time in what feels like many decades, I am joined by one of my fantastic co-hosts. I didn't do any prep for this podcast, therefore I haven't come up with anything witty. So it's Jeremy Curo. Hello, nice to see you, Ali. Good to be back. Sorry Jack's not here today, but hopefully we will... Uh, get him on and have another show soon, not take another 10 weeks or whatever it's been since our last one. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure in the last podcast, I sort of um, really praised the fact that we were back to weekly podcasts. And <laughs> then we immediately took another hiatus of about two months. So ladies and gentlemen, we do yeah. apologize for this, but it's great to have you back. Um, this is this is sort of really a prime reason why you need to be subscribed to us, because it's the only way you're going to find us, because we're a mystery. We are a mystery of when we do podcasts. So do make sure you're subscribed. Apple Pods, uh, Spotify, Castbox, other ones, we're there. Hit that subscribe button. And when we do one of these podcasts once every six months, we'll be in your feed for your morning commute or your, I don't know, do the dishes in the evening. But Mr. Kuro, it's wonderful to see you. Uh, how have you been? How is, how's Canada? How's COVID? How's, how's it all? Getting cold, getting cold and getting dark, like, uh, you know, north of the wall in Game of Thrones. Okay. But uh, it's okay. You know, the, the leaves are orange and yellow. Uh, Beautiful. So it could be worse. Okay. I also loved how Canadian you went there when you said it was dark. It's like, you know, it's winter. <laughs> you know, it's winter when the, when the, yeah, when the prime Ontario accent comes out. Uh, yeah. Okay. It sucks. But well, it's much the same here. It's much the same here. It got dark at half three today. So. Oh, that's, that's way worse. Than yeah, that's, mind. well, about that four o'clock. I mean, it might as well. I mean, it, it basically <laughs> no get light. 4.35 I mean, at a push. Yeah, you know, so there we go. But ladies and gentlemen, we hope wherever you are, maybe things are a bit brighter. Uh, this week it is just myself and Mr. Jeremy Curon. Fortunately, our uh, esteemed colleague, our producer, uh, the, the head of HR, he's unavailable, but he will be back soon enough um, for his dulcet tones. And uh, yeah, I... You know, guess he can just update us on uh, on on Norwich, which is which is going very well. Spoiler: it's, is it? It's no way they're they're one of the worst oh. teams to ever play in the Premier Premiership <laughs> uh, in the Premier League. Sorry, so uh, sorry, Jack. They're just back that. in this year, right? Weren't they in the? Yep, yeah, yeah. Well, he's well. Jack, Jack's not here, so I'll just do his teams for you. Um, sure. uh, Norwich, uh, they're back in uh, the English Premier League. They are currently sit bottom of the table with five points after eleven games. They've won one game, and as Jack will tell us on the next podcast, which could be in many months, um, uh, they they won their first game uh, last weekend against uh, New Boys Brentford and promptly sacked their manager, which was a fantastic <laughs> moment. Uh, in sports, uh, I have a feeling as it's the international break coming up that Norwich City decided to sack Daniel Farca, their their esteemed mm-hmm. manager, pre-game, sort of assuming that Norwich would lose. Um, but then Norwich won, which kind of was a bit annoying for them. But uh, he has gone. So anyway, yes, poor Norwich City. They're not doing well at the bottom of the table. So, uh, but no. I mean, what can I say? My teams are terrible too, so I'll uh, I'll leave yeah. the I'll leave the joshing until uh, Jack is back. But Mr. Kuro, uh, we've been away for a wee while, so why don't you just give us a brief overview of how your teams have been since we last spoke? Sure. Uh, start with USC football. They are as bad as I've ever seen them. Mm. Maybe the worst that I've ever seen them, and I don't know how they get better. They fired their coach after two games. They should have done it years ago. I don't know you know, that affects recruiting, right? Because you have guys who were coming to play for that coach and now he's not there. And they yeah. lost one five-star prospect. I think they're going to lose their four-star quarterback prospect, Devin Brown. Uh, and, you know, the only way they're going to get better is if guys start wanting to play in LA because they can get sponsorship deals now. So yeah, okay, uh, yep. that's one advantage. Uh, the Jets, well, historically they suck. Things are a little different this year. <laughs> While they still suck, they're also injured. Uh, okay. So That's neither of those are good. But yeah. on the upswing, the Raptors have been very exciting this year. 
Yes. They're just above 500, but they've been great to watch. Their rookie, Scotty Barnes, who's a bit oh. controversial at pick four, but he has totally exceeded expectations. Yeah. He's been playing what a, like, what a pick. He's been their best player in uh, half their games, at least. Uh, he does everything. Uh, offensively, defensively, runs and jumps around like a madman. He gets props <laughs> yeah. from Kevin Durant after they played. Yeah. Um, and there's no pressure on them this year, like like the last five years. It's been like win every game because you have to get a good, uh, you know, playoff seed. Yeah. Uh, you got to compete for a title. And now it's just they know they're not going to be great. Let's just have a good time, watch these guys play. So, um, yeah, it's actually apart from those first two teams I mentioned. It's not a terrible time in my, you know, if you don't care about winning anyway, it's not a terrible <laughs> time to be a fan of my teams. Hey, we wouldn't be a podcast if we kept winning, would we? So that's right, uh, yeah. that sounds good. And yeah, I know I must say to the listener, you know, there's no exaggeration from you there with, with Scotty Barnes. Like, I mean, you know, there, you know, there are clips from him from games where he is on offense. And before you know it, he is the only guy back in defense blocking shots. Mm. It is absolutely incredible. So no, yeah, it's amazing. Sometimes uh, it's amazing how little the fans know sometimes when it comes to yeah, baseball. Yeah, myself included. I, I was I was pretty surprised at that pick, but uh, it, yes, it's been a you got to trust Masai Ujiri, right? He's rare, rarely wrong. Yeah, no, he's done wonders at the Raptors. Uh, um, how about the Leafs? Any any shout out for the Leafs? Yeah, they're they're up and down. You know, it's they're really <laughs> annoying to be a fan of because mm. they'll come out win five one and then they'll just get killed the next game. They'll lose to like stupid Ottawa or Montreal <laughs> and then they'll beat one of the better teams. So uh, uh, you, yeah. you know what they're like. It's it's the same thing every year. They, they do. Have spurts where they're great and they get to the playoffs and they lose to Montreal. So I'm uh, just sort of keeping my expectations low with them. And if they do anything, then I can just be happy with that. Well, I absolutely know how that feels because um, if we look at uh, my beloved Scotland rugby, the country I come from, it's currently the Automations Cup and we're playing as uh, so We started against Tonga. We played Australia at the weekend just past and we won. We'll get onto that in a second. We've got South Africa this weekend and then we finally um, are playing Japan. And, you know, that is the sort of joke in Scotland is we'll probably beat Australia, which we did. We'll beat the world champion South Africa and then lose by like 20 to Japan because, yeah. you know, that's just yeah. what that's just what we do. And, I, you know, I think that is what makes sport so wonderful but yes but no it is the autumn nations cup and i was in a i was in a full house stadium for the first time uh mr jeremy nice. Kiro, just the other day yeah murrayfield stadium it's just now three minutes down the road from me i, I moved flat and while we're off air and uh and yeah um i'm now uh so yeah i was there Sixty-seven thousand um people um quite a lot of australians kind of forget how many australians do live in edinburgh or oh, the surrounding cow. area or maybe traveled up from london to see the game and um and yeah we we won it was it was absolutely brilliant i was there with a friend of the show bruce and Davo, among nice. a few others and, uh, yes absolutely we had a few we had a few brewskis and uh, it was on a sunday which was slightly annoying because then i was pretty hungover on the monday oh, right, right. um but but it was just wonderful it was wonderful to be back and uh it felt normal for the first time in a long 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 time life felt normal um i've said that a few times in this podcast but it's kind of slowly getting more and more normal um and yeah it was great scotland played very very well uh and and i said off air to you uh toronto born uh, possibly Toronto bred. I don't know. His Wikipedia is about three lines <laughs> long. Uh, but you and Ashman came on um, as an injury sub for uh, uh, George Turner, who was actually in tears when he came off, which you don't normally see. But he'd taken a bad knock. On comes you and Ashman, and he scored an absolute wonder try, uh, which helped to secure that win. Um, disappointingly, potentially for yourself, he is representing Scotland. His dad is from Edinburgh and not representing oh, Canada. And, and Canadian rugby is unfortunately just on a free fall. It really is. You haven't qualified for the Rugby World Cup. It's the first time that Canada's not qualified for the Rugby World Cup. Um, losing to Chile knocked out of the of, of the running for the for the 2023 World Cup by by that mighty rugby nation of Chile or Chile uh, might oh. be how North Americans pronounce it um, but then back that up by losing to Portugal um, you know who haven't done anything in rugby since they got beaten by 100 points by the All Blacks in 2007 in the World Cup so so yeah so unfortunately Canada's loss was very much Scotland's game yeah. so that was good um, stop start game but to beat Australia that's three times on the on three times on the trot that Scotland have now beaten Australia and uh, you know John Barkley has said it this week this is a once in a generation Scottish rugby team so you know who knows we might nice. actually do something so let's fingers crossed for this upcoming Six Nations sticking in rugby I want to talk to you about Edinburgh rugby because we've got our brand new stadium I've mentioned it many times my season ticket got found thank you SRU they found my season ticket they finally shipped it to me <laughs> um, I've been to five games now at the new Edinburgh rugby Stadium, which is for sponsorship reasons now called the Damn Health, which is a bit damn stupid, but uh, they gave us a million pounds, so we'll take it. Um, and yeah, I will tell you something, Jeremy Curo, for you know, 
Uh, Edinburgh Rugby was founded in 1872, and we basically have never had our own stadium. We've always used either Murrayfield, which is for Scotland, or we've used other stadiums across Edinburgh, you know, ones owned by the council or owned by other rugby teams. And we finally got our own home for the first time in 130 million years. And the difference that it makes, it's unbelievable. Is that a game against the Bulls? of South Africa the other week, 6,000 fans in that stadium and the atmosphere was just incredible. Um, so it's just so brilliant to finally have our own stadium. The pre-game, it's, it's amazing. You know, people just are on the beers. It's like much tighter, you know, because it's a smaller stadium. The, the app, you know, they've got um, Jay-Z's Rock Nation owns uh, the, the URC as it is now. So they pump out Jay-Z music beforehand, which is kind of weird when it's full of like middle-class white guys from Edinburgh, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's just brilliant. So it's a great atmosphere. So I'm, I'm, I'm imploring you if you are listening to me and you're from Scotland and you want a good uh, Saturday evening um, and Edinburgh Rugby are playing, I highly recommend uh, paying the 20 quid for a ticket because you will enjoy it. And yeah. lastly, yeah, it might be more. I don't know if that's the ticket. And lastly, <laughs> uh, my beloved Tottenham Hotspur, what a whirlwind uh, season this has been so far. Uh, Nuno Espirito Santos with ninth choice for manager. He came in in the summer. Uh, he got manager of the month in January. I said on this podcast, we're top of the league. We scored three goals. Well, he's been sacked. Um, so you can imagine how things have gone since then. And uh, we've brought in Antonio Conte, uh, Italian legend Antonio Conte. So we will mm-hmm. see how th- yeah, absolutely. I'm into Marco. So we will see how things go <laughs> for my beloved Tottenham Hotspur because it can't get much worse for a team that have a billion pound stadium. But watch this space. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our Dulcet Tones talk about our wonderfully uh, mixed match teams. Um, so, Mr. Curel, we've been away for a while. We've mm. definitely got things we can talk about. What what would you like to what would you like to start with? The first piece of news I'd like to share isn't exactly sports related, but it is uh, our show related, and that's listener of the show, JD. He's in France. Oh, bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour. Uh, invited you guys to take the trip across the, the channel there and have a beer. Fantastic. Uh, it's not so easy, but shout out to JD on vacation. That's brilliant. Where in France is JD? Not yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah, no okay. Problem. Well, I love France. It's one of my all-time favorite countries. It's, it's reasonably easy to get to from the UK. Slight issue is a global pandemic, which means we need to do mm-hmm. uh, multiple uh, COVID tests and all that jazz. But uh, yeah, have a few croissants on me, JD. Uh, you'll obviously have to pay for them because I'm going to send the money. Yeah, but yeah. True, good point. Bonjour. Anyway, enjoy the trip, JD. Now, yeah, absolutely. Enjoy that. Things that, that matter. Uh, I have a question for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yes. You're good. Uh, okay, what was the bigger heel turn? You have... Shawn Michaels super kicking Marty Jannetty through a barbershop window. Absolutely incredible. Or Aaron Rodgers' COVID interview. Yeah, um, I I would love to pick Shawn Michaels. Um, you know, uh, the heartbreak kid. Um, but uh, unfortunately, it's going to have to be Mister A A A Ron Rogers, who has. Um, well, I didn't see that coming. Let's put it this way, no, uh, Mister no. Jamie Curo. So, for context for our listeners. Um, Aaron Rodgers, esteemed quarterback. Uh, so my word of the day, esteemed. But, uh, you know, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers has been since 07, let's say. Um, only one Super Bowl to his name, but is, is seen as one of the all-time greats in the NFL. An incredible athlete. Has always come across very professional, has always come, come you know, uh, spoken very well, sp- spoken highly of situations. Lost a bit of that with the whole Jordan Love, you know, drafting scenario. And unfortunately, it's kind of continued on a, on a downwards tra- tra- trajectory because Mr. Aaron Rodgers tested positive for COVID-19. And as a result, it was found out that he didn't get the vaccine. What's the issue, you may be saying? Well, the issue was that he basically hinted or said that he had been immunized. Now, if you say you're immunized, you would think, well, you have received the vaccination. But no, Mr. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had actually consulted um, a renowned epidemiologist, Joe Rogan, on, on, on what to do, and had got some, I think in Canada, am I right in saying? Some sort of, or it was a Canadian doctor, oh, had given him some sort of herbal know. herbal treatment. So anyway, Aaron Rodgers. clay. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. He might as well have or injected himself with whatever Donald yeah. Trump said he should. But um, it turned out he hadn't got the vaccine. And he then did this, which I can only guess what you could maybe call a car crash interview on the uh, yeah. Pat McAfee uh, show. Is that the one we're referring to? Uh, yeah, he's done two. There was the f- right. first one. I'm not sure who that was with. He did McAfee the other day, but that, that may have been a follow-up to the other one. Um, yeah. I don't In know. Which- it was like, it, it really seemed like to me, like 
he's been like carefully crafting this persona for you know 15 years yeah. and then as soon as the lid came off just everything came bursting out yeah absolutely absolutely so he he did these car crash interviews where he basically accused society of of wokeness which is a word that just mm. makes me shiver with cringe and and basically you know um yeah just sort of said that uh, well, he just went off on one with 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 everyone who's kind of criticised him for for lying. And I think for a for a lot of people, yes, there you know the, the vaccine has really divided opinion. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, the, even people who who probably think, well, you know, it's it, it, and it is it's his choice if he doesn't want to get the vaccine. He does, you know, it's 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 his body, it's his choice. But he misled people. He was asked in a press conference. Have you been vaccinated? And he replied, "Yes, I've been immunized." But his version of immunization was not to was not to be vaccinated, but was to take some sort of herbal tea from a Canadian doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was listening to Locked On the Packers and a podcast, and they were made a really good point on it, which is, you know, he's been at practices and he's been at um, press conferences where there's not been masks on because people thought he was vaccinated. Yeah. Um, so he has lied. Uh, the NFL have fined the Packers $300,000. Um, they fined Rogers uh, $14,650, which is to him about $1.40. So that, that was yeah. kind of pointless. It's alienated the league. It's alienated him. And and um, as you can see, I've got a lot to say on it, but it's they say never meet your heroes. Well, I didn't meet Darren Rodgers and maybe that was for a good thing because it turns out he yeah. might have he might have been um you know he might have been a bit of a PR wonder star more than a more than a person and but yeah Jeremy I'm doing a lot of talking what what's your thoughts um yeah no it's, <coughs> it must be weird for you especially uh being such a big fan and, and yeah. it's a shame because it came right on the heels of him going as John Wick for Halloween which obviously <laughs> I you know I enjoyed quite a bit the biggest issue for me is misleading people uh, and not just the media, but the people in the building that he's around every day. Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Because you don't want to get it. You know, that's fine. You don't have to get it. Um, but to make people think you did and then follow the protocols in the sense of somebody who has taken the shots and, you know, is allowed to walk around without a mask, but just how screwed up the NFL is, if you ask me, <laughs> yeah. is Rogers got fined 14,000 for doing all this. Right. Yeah, fourteen thousand, whatever you had just said. Yeah, six hundred fifty. You know, not necessarily endangering people, but not being being careful. Uh, <coughs> Dallas Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb just received a twenty thousand dollar <laughs> yeah. fine for not tucking his jersey in. I mean, come on, I, I know, I know, I know. And, and the thing is, you know, we've seen this. It's not just an NFL problem. I mean, there was a yeah. famous one in in, in soccer ball where where uh, Danish star Nicholas Bentner got fined more for wearing um like sponsored boxer shorts to a game that weren't permitted than mm. the nation of Hungary did for racially abusing <laughs> opposition players you know and that's yeah. the problem in sport is and i think it came off it was something it was to do with like they came out and said oh it's to do with the it's a percentage of what hungary makes as a union you know because we yeah. don't want to we don't want to ruin grassroots football by taking all that and it's like well if you're teaching the grassroots that it's okay to do, you know, but that's a bigger, that's a different story. Yeah, but yeah. That's exactly what you're saying. It's just, and the thing is, Jeremy, I suppose we could get onto it. It's just the NFL's not having a phenomenal PR time of things. I mean, we've just no. had players drink driving and crashing at 150 yeah, miles well, an hour into people and killing them. Year. We've just had, you know, so the, the Las Vegas Raiders are, are, are doing everything in their power to, um, you know, to implode. I mean, they've now got uh, two players uh, cut from the team due to horrendous misdemeanors. One which has lost the life of a young lady who was doing nothing wrong, and and another who decided to. Um, and you could probably name them, Jeremy, because their names have gone straight out of my yeah. head. But, um, yeah. uh, but you know, another who you know was uh, putting death threats to somebody with with, with guns because you know that, that's a thing. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's the NFL for a league that we all love dearly and is so popular globally. Um, they're forever in the news for bad reasons. And then when they have a chance to take a stand and to do something, they never do it. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, he is allowed to make his own decisions. If he doesn't want to get the vaccine, he doesn't get the vaccine, but don't lie about it. And that's what he did. Yeah. And the NFL have turned around and said to Aaron Rodgers for lying to us and for lying to your fans and worst of all for lying to your colleagues that you work with day in and day out we're going to find you the equivalent of finding me one dollar forty yeah because yeah. <laughs> this is a man on a big contract so yeah um but it's it's just it's crazy i i 
messaged our uh, WhatsApp group um, just with the words Aaron Rodgers, what the fuck? Because I had nothing yeah. else I could say on it because I've never, I can't think of somebody else I've really gone, seen go from hero to zero so quickly and I've been so disappointed yeah. in because I, I do. I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. He's the reason I love the NFL. I just, I've always loved Aaron Rodgers. It's why I like the Packers. He's, you know, if he had left the Packers, I was going to follow the team that he went to. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, the modern fan. It's the athlete, not the team. And uh, yeah, so for him to do this, it's, it's very, very disappointing. Anything else on this? And if not, What's your thoughts on just the wider NFL sort of once again? It's like we've gone back yeah. 10 years to when it was just every single week and it seems to be happening again this year. Yeah, there's something up with the NFL. And you mentioned something about them not really taking a stance or showing, you know, making a big display of, of doing the right thing and taking action against these idiotic decisions. Um, you know, small little fines for teams or players who, who break rules. And then the biggest stand I can ever remember the NFL taking. Uh, in history, not domestic abuse or racial equality, was uh, a football being slightly less inflated. <laughs> yes, than it yes. Should, right? Yes. And, and yeah. maybe their most popular player of all time in uh, Tom Brady. So, like, yeah. get your priorities, Bozo Cadell. And um, yeah, if Aaron Rodgers was a top five disaster of the year, I mean, the Raiders have to be number one, right? You got the yeah. Gruden email oh, yeah. scandal. Yep. And yep. Yep. You, of course. I'd, I'd forgotten already. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I'd already forgotten about exactly. Gruden's email scandal because two other guys have been even like, well, it depends what you think. Well, yeah, one killed somebody. So, yeah, I mean, I'd yeah. forgotten yeah. about that. Yeah. God. Yeah. Another thing for the NFL, they came out and said, oh, all the other 600,000 emails we looked through, there was nothing wrong with any of them. There was no <laughs> yeah. offensive language. Yeah. I'm sure that that's true. Yeah, like yeah. Dan all Snyder, these rich billionaires, Dan Snyder included, uh, yeah. said nothing like <laughs> compared to what Gruden did, which was you know not good, but not, it, it was nothing compared to what Henry Ruggs did, being uh, so drunk and making yeah. such a stupid decision. Yeah, horrendous. This guy was such a star at Alabama, yeah. and he was the first wide receiver taken last year. He was on track to be a superstar in the NFL, and not only does he decide to. What do you call it? Drink drive? Yeah, we, we call it drink driving over uh, yeah. here. But yeah, yeah, driving under the influence. Yeah. Yeah. DUI, so so yeah. 150 miles an hour, that's 250 kilometers an hour. I, I can't <laughs> even insane. fathom that speed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't even make sense in my I head. I don't think it's I've like ever owned a car that can go no. that fast. Yeah. No, not even close. <laughs> and then the third guy you were, you were speaking of was Damon yeah. Arnett, who was yes. the, the other first round pick from the Raiders last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. He sent videos of someone threatening him with an assault rifle saying he was actually going to kill him like how stupid can you get and the guy's just like okay i'll post these right away um absolute dumb fuck yeah and it's, uh, it the raiders be... they yeah like, sorry rugs didn't have any red flags coming out but yeah um for other reasons he shouldn't have been picked there he wasn't good enough to be picked there with other guys on the board but that doesn't really matter when you're talking yeah. about stuff like this uh, Arnett never should have been a first round pick. You can hardly <laughs> argue he shouldn't have been a second round pick. Right. Yeah. Like, did these guys not interview them beforehand? Like, there's no way you talk to a guy like David Arnett. You're like, you know what? That's, that, that's a nice young man right there. <laughs> yeah. <So>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is going to work. I can see it. Yeah. This guy's got this a future. This is going to be fine. So, yeah. uh, a problem, not nearly as big of a problem, <laughs> but a problem for the Raiders is their horrific track record of drafting basically since Derek Carr. Um, guys who have just made no impact or not even made the team being remember they drafted a guy in round three before the season traded him for a fourth round pick <laughs> oh that is wonderful and that was last year so anyway that is... that, that's enough on the on the raiders um i'm not sure how much nfl you've had a chance to see this year but the, the biggest surprise for me has been the struggle of the kansas city chiefs yeah I'm, i mean that's killing can... my dynasty team so yeah. uh yeah true true you look at them and you go okay i get it you can have the worst defense in the league you're going to be bad but it hasn't just been defense it's been their offense it's been Patrick Mahomes and it hasn't just been yeah. the offensive line not being able to block for him like they couldn't in the Super Bowl he's just missing passes like he never has yeah the best theory I've just seen for this is that you know during the Super Bowl last year Tom Brady stole his talent like the Monstars <laughs> and Space Jam because <laughs> Tom Brady right now is playing like Mahomes has the past few years so I really don't have a, a, an answer for what's going on did, there. did he get did he get over uh, the the turf tool is that something you I mean you'd think you'd get over that I mean I don't I still don't really know what turf tool yeah, is but I mean it's, it's, it's totally serious injury for such yeah. a goofy name right but yeah yeah um, yeah it's hard to say I think that sticks with you for a long time and it could be that, but I hope they get back on track because they've gone from being maybe the most fun team in sports to watch to not even, you know, at the bottom of their division. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I we, so we, there. I don't really have an answer. 
Yeah, we, I mean, we said it on a previous podcast, you know, we did a brief overview of the Super Bowl and we sort of said that if you had watched NFL for the first time, watched the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs, and then somebody said, by the way, Patrick Mahomes is one of the all, you know, is, has the potential to be one of the all-time greatest quarterbacks, you would think the person that had told you that was talking, didn't know when it was not, it was me telling you this because yeah. he was, he, yeah, was exactly. he was bad in that game that the Chiefs struggled, but he, you know, he didn't, you know, Let's go back to Aaron Rodgers or even Tom Brady. You know, there are times where their teams are bad, but they they manage to. That's that's why they are so great is because they are able to yeah. throw that one yeah. hail mary or that pass that gets the team back into, uh, you know, uh, the right position and and they can go on and win it. You know, it's about just scraping through games sometimes. But for the Chiefs, you know, this season, I mean, conference wise, you know, they're one and four for their conference. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, they are. I mean. You've got the, the Chargers, uh, the aforementioned Raiders, and the Broncos, and yet yeah. they are one and four in their own division. I mean, it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. It's ruining my dynasty team. So, you know, that's really what my letter is going to be written to. What I was going to ask you, though, uh, head coach yeah. of the Chiefs, uh, Andy Reid. Yeah. Yeah. Is he the problem? No, no, no. Andy Reid's, I think, the second best coach in the league after, after, what is it like that? After uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, he, he's been great, you know, for a long time and coaches aren't like players where they can just all of a sudden fall off a cliff and suck, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, it's a mystery. I, I don't have a reason. I don't, I don't think Reed would be it. I don't think Mahomes would be it, but for some reason, Mahomes isn't playing like he has been. Yeah. And, uh, I'm feeling something's going to come out and we might sort of, you know, find something that makes it make a little bit more sense. But, uh, um, yeah, no, I would say, yeah, no, I, 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 how many times are I going to say I don't know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Reed to answer your question. Yeah, no, and that's fine. And I guess <laughs> if we if we did know how to fix it, we'd be we'd yeah. be on the we'd be on the the yeah. the, the, the you know the the, the Chiefs bench which is where exactly. we'd be trying to fix it. So it, it makes total sense. Question for myself, um, Trevor Lawrence. We spoke about him. Yeah at length last year. Um, the global media spoke about him at length. Um, what's your rating of him so far um the jags have struggled the jags are not a very good team the jags have yeah. a stupid head coach uh just to add uh, you can add you know let's add or Meyer mm-hmm. to the to the just making terrible decisions oh, yeah. <clears throat> and oh, getting yourself in the media so yeah so if um, you want have a quick word of Meyer and 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 yeah i'd like i'd really would like to hear what you're thinking of trevor lawrence because you're sure. a big fan of him in college and and um, yeah I'm, I'm wondering if that has so far transferred to the nfl Honestly, he's sort of doing what I expected. It's I think people forget because of the success of Justin Herbert last year and some recent rookies. It, yeah. Rookie quarterbacks often really struggle. And you look at this year, there's five starters. You would say that Mac Jones has been clear-cut the best. You look at his numbers, he really hasn't been that good. Yeah. You know, if you switched the teams that Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones were on, <laughs> yeah, uh, Lawrence would look better than Jones has and, and Jones would look better, worse than Lawrence has. Not to say Lawrence has looked bad, but he's on probably the worst team in the league. Their coach is a laughing stock. He's not respected by any of his players. Yeah, uh, he really does not have a lot of talent around him. <laughs> so, uh, and he's been pretty good. He throws a lot of interceptions, but guess what? Peyton Manning had like thirty interceptions as a rookie. <laughs> yeah. It happens. It's not yeah. a big deal. It's, yeah, uh, these guys get better. He's still like twenty-one, twenty-two, uh, playing with guys who've been in the league for ten years. So I'm not worried about him. Um, Zach Wilson, the Jets quarterback, hasn't looked great, mm-hmm. but he just needs to fix a few tendencies, if you ask me. He's just trying to chuck the ball downfield every play instead of just, you know, making timing-based decisions, getting the ball off, dumping it down, which is much less exciting but much smarter when you're a rookie. And, uh, you know, Justin Fields has been up and down. Trey Lance has been up and down when he's played. So yep. it's just sort of how it goes for these guys. Year two is a much more accurate uh, measurement for their success. Do you think there's more focus on – college quarterbacks or just college players in general than there was a decade ago or or has it always been the same but because i now live in a country that really loves the nfl you know we've started to show college football here now you know you can get college football on yeah i, I do think sky sports was actually showing the odd college games so um you know am i saying that from a complete outsider viewpoint because i'm across the pond or do you think with the ad you know like everything with social media it's now a lot easier mm-hmm. to see this incredible play of this uh, unknown quarterback because you, anybody can film it and show you it where yeah. in the past you had to watch it on a grainy tape that had just been shipped by ups from north dakota or something true i would say for the, the casual audience uh twitter and instagram have made these guys much more recognizable and 
easier to watch in college. Um, but you think about it, like Andrew Luck was 10 years ago. Yeah. And he yeah, was crazy. just as hyped, if not more, than Trevor Lawrence coming in right now. Um, maybe not as well known overall by the casual sports fans or, or you know, casual NFL fans anyway. But um, I think expectations are a little higher now than they used to be. And yeah. that doesn't help them either. But I would say, uh, you know, hardcore NFL fans were just as into the guys like Luck and Robert Griffin uh, as they are as these rookies now. Yeah, and uh, RG3 is another one that uh, didn't transition mm-hmm. over very well. So so as you nope. said, there is history of that. Cardinals, are they the surprise of the season, all caused by me yeah. no longer supporting them? Yeah, exactly. So thanks to you. This is really incredible, by the way. It is incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. You know another one? You know another one? Heart, Heart of Melodian Football Club. Uh, we're leading yeah. the Scottish Premiership for a good chunk of the season. So, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I still, I still have a love for Hearts. I just, I'm just not as diehard yeah. as I used to be for yeah. for reasons I've uh, after explained before. But I honestly, if I've said it before, yeah, if you curse. want your team, yeah, if you want your team to succeed, send it to me on a postcard. I'll support them for a year. They'll be terrible, and the next year you'll probably win. So, <laughs> if it's Packers, Cardinals, and the NFC Championship, then like <sighs> I don't know what's. I'll eat my shoe or something. <laughs> okay, live on air. You will eat your uh. shoe. I like it. <laughs> Um, but yes, they have been a surprise and they, they like blew a team out with their coach, not even in the stadium, being able to coach. Uh, they dominated with no Kyler Murray last week with, with Colt McCoy playing JJ Watts out for season, um, which sucks, but yeah, that's really awful. good anyway, yep. somehow. And they don't really have stars anywhere. They're just good overall. Which I, I don't really know how to explain it. Sort of the reverse chiefs this year. Yeah. Um, but it's a pleasant surprise because they're in yeah. such a tough division. Uh, all of us, I think, maybe not you, had them coming last, and not because we didn't like them, but because of how good the other teams there were. Yep. Uh, yep. It turns out San Francisco may not be that good, but Arizona sure is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, is Larry Fitzgerald retiring? Got anything to do yeah, with it? I, think As in, he's like... not, I don't think he's on them or anything. He's playing golf. Oh, what a guy. What a I'm guy. hoping but... that he comes back for a playoff run. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just for fun, even if yeah. just to be on the team anyway, in case they somehow make it to the Super Bowl. But. Was there, was there, is there any sort of argument, though, that he was getting game time and that was affecting things with the Cardinals because, you know, he was such a legend or or not really? It's no, just, I don't think so. Like, he was still yeah. good, for sure. It's not like yeah. some guy, some grandpa you've just got there because he's a name. Um, yeah. And last year, they they didn't have near the talent at receiver that they have this year. So he, he was still, like, the, probably their number three, whereas this year they, they brought in A.J. Green, they drafted uh, Rondale Moore, and both guys have been awesome. So... He'd be at best the fifth receiver this year, but it'd be awesome to at least have him on the roster for a playoff run. Yeah, absolutely. So he's not Carmelo Anthony, is what you're saying. So, yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, that's good. <laughs> um, no, yeah, the NFL. Um, it has been um a, 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 an interesting season to say the least mm-hmm. for the NFL. Going back to what you're saying with the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, it should be noted that they only beat uh, my beloved uh, Green Bay Packers. Uh, what was it? Thirteen seven. Um, and that was against a Packers team that had been thrown into disarray um, with Aaron Rodgers. They had Jordan Love coming in. Um, Alan Lazard had been out. Bakhtiari's not here. Um, but obviously, a high-flying Packers. There's no denying that. But a Packers with a, with a quarterback that never really played before, other than a couple of yeah. snaps here and there. So, yeah, something is not right in Kansas City. And, of course, um, Andy Reid's son, he got done for drink driving at the Super Bowl. So, just to add that on yeah, the well, list. Yeah, he's, ma- he's a good so. coach. It doesn't necessarily make him a great father. There's some other <laughs> stuff with his kids, too. Okay, well, that's yeah. we don't want to get sued. So, that's for a different, a different day and a different <laughs> podcast. Uh, Mr. Kiro, yeah. anything else you would like to talk about on the NFL? You could educate me, the listeners. Last thing on Aaron Rodgers, what maybe should have been our first sign when he's sitting courtside of the Bucks game a few years ago. David Bakhtiari oh, yeah. comes up, he, he just chugs two beers to show Aaron Rodgers he can uh, you know, maybe do a quarter of it. He puts it down, the crowd boos him. Yeah, that was, I mean, but, I was, um, I was no, embarrassed for that, him too. That's it for NFL. I have a few thoughts <laughs> on NBA if you feel like getting into that a bit. Oh, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, firstly, you could call it a surprise, maybe not. Depends on your expectations. But the Golden State Warriors are are nine and one and top of the league right now. Um, Steph Curry obviously having a huge part of that, but other guys on the team playing really well. With yeah. Clay Thompson, who might not be back for another month or two. Yep. What are yep. they going to look like when he's back? Um, well, I have to say, I don't know if uh, anyone is willing to listen to our older podcasts, but I think there was one recently where I may have said that the thing that stopped the Nets and Lakers dominating would be the resurgence of the Golden State Warriors. Now, I don't think I said it in those terms. <laughs> so I'm making, I'm, making myself, I'm making myself sound <laughs> a lot better than, than I was. But it, it, it is, 
it's incredible. It's brilliant to see them back. Um, can I answer a question by just asking a question, which is why is Steph Curry never in the greatest of all time conversation? Because the guy's exceptional. He got 50 points just last night or two nights ago, depending on the time difference or wherever you were watching. I mean, that that guy has carried that team so many times, so many games that have been won. And the only reason they win is because Steph Curry is just I mean, he's 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 averaging twenty seven point six points a game right now. Um, it's incredible what he's doing. Uh, next on that list is uh, Jordan Poole. So, yeah, why why is he not in the conversation? Is he in the conversation? Have yeah, I asked this before? In the conversation <laughs> for best point guard ever, and he's he's the yeah. best I've ever seen. Um, friend of the show Brandon and I we were playing some NBA and we decided to make some teams. He did the, like the, the best players before the nineties. I did after the nineties. Uh, I had Steph Curry as my my top point guard easily with yeah. Steve Nash as the backup. Uh, Curry, he's the best shooter of all time, for sure. I, yep. He's the best point guard I've ever seen. Yep. Um, he lacks a little on defense, but who really cares, right, in, in this NBA? This isn't the 80s anymore. Um, yeah. He was sort of a late bloomer, though. He started off okay. slow. He didn't have yeah. a lot of hype coming out of Davidson. Um, he went to a team in Golden State that hadn't been relevant in a long time. They were sort of I think people forget that. I think people forget yeah. that, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But then 2014, he just blew up. Yeah. And I remember reading articles saying how stars had sort of resented him for the fact that he'd just gone from nobody to the biggest star in the league all <laughs> yeah. within one year. Um, so give it some more time. He could go from being the best point guard ever to one of the top five players ever. Yeah, he's, and two, he's not slowing down, that's for sure. And that's the thing, you know, he's 33, same age as me, and, uh, you know, I can hardly run for a bus, and he's yeah. <laughs> getting 50 in a game. And, you know, two seasons before he became an all-star, you know, he had a fairly average season. He didn't really do much. And uh, yeah. and then he's been an all-star basically ever since, other than, you know, 2019-20 when he got himself injured, and and and, and, and that was that. So, um, but yeah, and I, and I think that's the other thing, you know, because Michael Jordan, I'm now... Um, you know, I don't want to get letters. I'm not saying he's Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan went to a sort of irrelevant Chicago Bulls and made them the dynasty, the, you know, and how many yeah. kids became Bulls fans and have been subdued to them for the last 12 years. Um, you know, he came on to a Golden State Warriors team that were a nothing. They were a nothing team. I mean, we've joked about it on the podcast before. They called themselves Golden State because they didn't want to have Oakland in the name. So, um, <laughs> <coughs> you know, obviously now in San Francisco, but yeah, it's incredible what he's done. But that, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors team for this year, I mean, their roster, you know, so you've got Steph Curry. Other than that, I mean, you've got Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Damian Lee, Andre Guadalla, Otto Porter, and then everybody else is kind of irrelevant, yeah. you know? So he, but I mean, he, and that's those the thing. guys are irrelevant even. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, Otto Porter. I mean, I, I <laughs> like genuinely. Iguodala hasn't been good since, you know, the, the last, the first Warriors championship. Yeah. And, and what's this crack with him just going from West Coast to East Coast and back again? He, this is, <laughs> this needs to stop. I don't like this. I don't yeah, like this at all. His internal clock must be all over. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I mean, yeah. So it's incredible what Golden State Warriors are doing. It's all down to Steph Curry. I, 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 I get annoyed when I hear about teams being a one man team because I'm a Tottenham Hotspur yeah. fan and I've had to listen to it. Like, oh, it's Harry Kane's team. And obviously that's kind of dropped off now, but for a different, that's a different day, different podcast. But, um, but it really is Steph Curry's team. And but to be fair, Andrew Wiggins, he's he's maybe starting to show little signs of why he was drafted yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> he's there. Okay, he's better than he was, you know, recently. <laughs> we'll say that uh, he's maybe not the most normal guy in the league from a personality perspective. But weird. I will admit he is a little weird playing much better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no Golden State Warriors. They're nine and one. They are the best team in the entire NBA. And uh, mm -hmm. Steph Curry is, I love Steph Curry. I love everything about him. And what I love as well is the fact that he seems perfectly happy in Golden State, you know, even when they went on their slump again. Um, he didn't go anywhere. He just stayed. He just said, yep, this is it. Um, I believe him and him and his wife have, um, whose name I, I can't think of, so apologies to her. Um, but they, mm -hmm. they, you know, they do a lot of work with charities in the, in that Golden state golden bay whatever it's called bay area that's the one i'm looking for yeah. um so they seem to be very very happy there so yes well done golden state warriors for drafting uh the the unknown steph curry when they did and a shout out to seth curry who i just think doesn't get enough yeah. plaudits i think he is he's good um, too he's his trajectory he's kind of doing something similar which is yeah. just to suddenly become the really really relevant Peak, yeah yeah, so shout, shout out to Seth Curry. Uh, much better beard than uh, Steph. So there good we go. Um, but yeah, I don't know if any of that made sense. 
But there we go on the Golden State. Anything else on the Warriors or (laughs) (laughs) not? Nothing on the Warriors, but story of this um, podcast. So my move of the off season is also the worst move. (laughs) Sorry, is related to the worst move of last season. Yes, Uh, the latter being the Lakers not pulling the trigger on a Kyle Lowry trade. And and the best move of the season was the Heat bringing him in because they're on top of the East right now. They look great. He's just what they needed. And more importantly, or I got, I don't know if it's more important or less important, but he's exactly what the Lakers could be using right now. He would be so much more valuable to to them than Westbrook. Everything he does well is what they need. Everything Westbrook does well, they don't need. And the problem is uh, Russell Westbrook, could only play with one guy, and that was Kevin Durant. And that's become apparent. Like, it's the only guy he's ever been able to play with. He can't play with anybody else. He's got no interest. You know, the you know a couple of weeks ago, he got, you know, a triple-double. Wonderful. He also threw 10 turnovers, and that's the sixth time in his career that he's done it because he just, he tries to do everything. Um, He might be linking up reasonably well with Anthony Davis, so fair play, but, you know, Anthony Davis is the size of the Empire State Building, so if if you throw the ball, (laughs) he will inevitably catch it. Um. I think the Lakers are horrendous. I don't like them at all. I don't know what they were thinking. We joked about it. We joked about it. Many people joked about it. They were bringing back like the team of 2011 or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of the, some of like some of the implosions with the Lakers have been, have been incredible. I mean, we're talking like last minute three attempts um, that don't even, it's not like they miss. It's like they didn't even get mm. close to the basket. Like they just weren't even in the same uh, stratosphere. So, yeah, they're they are really really poor. Uh, whereas, as you're saying, yeah, the Miami Heat are they're they're kind of like the Heat of old, which we didn't, you know, um, mm. which I'm which is really good to see. Uh, shout out as well to Jimmy Buckets, pod favorite, uh, friend of the show. Yeah, um, I think let's be honest, he's probably the reason. No, he's not, but you know, um, I'm a huge <laughs> fan. So, no, it's a good point. It's a very good point. I don't have an answer. Again, I'm just talking for the sake of it at this point. But yeah, you're right. Um, no. I, I I do think the Lakers. I do. Th- I mean, we all said it. I think their off season was poor. I, I don't know what they were yep. thinking. I hate to think what sort of luxury tax that they are paying out right now. Um, but yeah, to have a team where you've got Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, um, Dwight Howard, um, yeah, who's just, Dwight who, Howard. Yeah, who just wants to punch Anthony Davis Dwayne on Andre the bench. Drummond you know, too. it's just uh, Andre Drummond. Has he gone back? Is he is he, yeah, is he, is he back? He, I, I think he's, he's with the 76ers. He's with the 76ers. Oh, I'm you might sure. be right. Yeah. Uh, let's just quickly Google Andre Drummond. Sure. Uh, he uh, played for the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. <laughs> which I think would be a nice little segue to just, talk ben simmons that was my next my next what what the hell so sorry uh, to kyle lowry fans especially as a lot of our listeners are canadian uh yes uh, kyle lowry i think great move for him um he's he's gonna do things with miami he's i'm a big fan of him you know kind of vicariously through yourself being a raptors fan you know obviously Mm -hmm. i've I've very much followed kyle lowry's career for a number of years because i want to see toronto do well and see him do well um but it's kind of nice to see him doing really well with the heat and demar DeRozan making a difference at the bulls so that's that is nice to see as they get to to retirement but let's talk ben simmons and uh, what on earth is going on with ben simmons at the 76ers um Quick overview, basically Ben Simmons has thrown all of the toys out of the pram, has fallen out with the 76ers uh, completely and utterly, and um, he's now been fined. He got chucked out of uh, training for uh, just being a bit of a dick, and, you know, where's he going to go? And I guess, yeah, can he can he recover from this? Has he had his Aaron Rodgers moment almost immediately? I think he can recover. I think he needs to go somewhere else. Um, I feel bad for him more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, finding a bit about some things he's been through and what his personality is like, right? Not everyone who makes it to be a pro athlete is like an alpha dog, crazy, competitive, want to be the best. Some are just guys who just want to play and want to be happy. And it seems like the Ben Simmons' best chance for that is somewhere else where there's not the same pressure uh, that Philadelphia brings. Somewhere he can just go and play and get better, try to win some games. So I hope they, they move him somewhere. Um, but if you're the Sixers, I can see why you wouldn't want to. The guy signs yeah. a new contract, decides he wants to leave. That's a horrible precedent you're setting, not only for your team, for the whole league. Um, and it's really the only time I can remember a team not folding. Most of the time, if guys just, you know, cause yeah. a bust, James yeah. Harden last year, they just go, fuck, okay, we'll get whatever. <laughs> just get move, leave, you know, Vince Carter for the Raptors. Um, so you can see both sides. Um, I, I, I do hope he's moved. Um, because I think it would be better for him. I think it would be better for their 
it doesn't fit with Embiid, uh, much like Westbrook doesn't fit with the Lakers. But I don't know what you do. What's his value, right? I don't know if his value is another all-star or if it's like the guy off the bench who can shoot. It's all over the place. So I don't know. What do you think they should do? Yeah. Um, is it the Celtics that might be interested in him? Um, that was the newest rumor with yeah, Jalen Brown, rumor. which seems like a, a steep price. Yeah. I yeah, I think that's a terrible shout. Um, yeah. I absolutely adore Jalen Brown. I think he's brilliant. I've said it many times yeah. on this podcast. I, I really like that Celtics team, to be honest with you. Um they're uh, they're struggling though this year. They're struggling, so they need to do mm. something. So you know, bringing in Ben Simmons could be could be the game changer. Could be a bit of a difference maker. But it's just an interesting one. I I think what you said there. Yeah, the team hasn't folded, which is bizarre. You never really see that. Now, is it because Ben Simmons is younger? Is it because Ben Simmons is Australian? <laughs> you know, so he's yeah. Uh, they kind of feel like he's easier to sort of push around a little bit or 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 dictate what he does. Um, it's just been such a. It's just been such a soap opera, the whole thing, um, from start to finish. And I don't really know how it ends because Ben Simmons clearly is not interested in playing for the 76ers, but he's got a contract. And in sports, yeah. if you have a contract, then the team, we saw it with Harry Kane at Tottenham, the team has no obligation to get rid of you. And it doesn't matter what's been said before or, or since. I'm, my, I don't. You know, I do think athletes do take a, a lot of heat. Um, Miami Heat, I do take a lot of heat. And just sometimes we don't see them as human. We just see them as athletes. We see them as entertainers. We see them as, you know, um, you know, yeah, we see them as immortal sometimes, you know, so we forget that these are real life humans, real life feelings. But I think it's just the fact that Ben Simmons is so young he missed you know his entire first season because he was injured he has a history of injury problems he clearly was losing interest last season with some of his play he he is also he's in a sport where you can be traded everybody knows this and so if you're suddenly potentially being um used as bait for a trade it must hurt it must suck but that's yeah. that's the job. That's what it is. Ish Smith has literally traveled the United States of America <laughs> playing basketball. And, you know, Ben Simmons is he has potential to to be to have an incredible career. I, I do think he's slightly overrated, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, he didn't play for Australia in, in the off in the summer at the Olympics there. And and I do question his commitment, but you know, I certainly don't love my job. So it's yeah, a difficult yeah. one. You know, it is a difficult one. Um, it'll just be, you know, it'll just be interesting to see uh, how it ends, what comes of it. But the 76ers have started very strongly. You know, they're having a pretty good season. They're eight and four and everyone's talking Ben Simmons. Everybody's talking Ben Simmons. So until they can rectify that situation, um, it's 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 going to remain the same. I don't know where he goes. I don't know. I mean, the worry for a team is, is do you get him for two years and he's happy? And then he just says, once again, I'm done with this. And he go, and then you end up with this problem. So I wonder how tainted his brand is because, you know, do you want to sign a guy that, that will throw the toys out the pram? When he's when he's not happy, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Again, if I knew this, I'd probably be on the uh, the 76ers just, uh, back office. Today's show office. is we we really don't know yeah, much we, about anything, nothing or other parts of life. No, nothing. Yeah, uh, nothing. Um, <laughs> what is the meaning of life? That's the main question. Yeah. That is the main exactly. question. But anyway, what else have you seen, Mister Kuro? No, I, that was actually all I've got for NFL and NBA. All right, fantastic. So unless you've got anything. Well, the only thing I'll bring up, a uh, friend of the show, Jody Paul, will not be uh, impressed with me, but it was just the uh, purchase of Newcastle United uh, by the Saudi uh, Investment mm. Fund. Oh, yeah. And just sort of the dangerous president that we're seeing uh, in in soccer over here in the UK. Uh, I, As we all know, I am from Scotland. I am from a country that has two rich teams and many, many poor teams. Uh, in England, uh, you have... Uh, lots of rich teams and then lots of not so rich teams uh, before you get to the, the very poor teams. But yes, Newcastle United have been bought over um, by um, the Saudi sovereign wealth fund. Um, now the league got assur assurances that it's not linked to um, the Saudi government. I don't believe that. Um, no, yeah. <laughs> and I just have been 
a bit disappointed by the scenes I've seen in Newcastle. Now, for context, Newcastle United were owned for 14 years, I think it was, by Mike Ashley, who is an English uh, billionaire from London. He owns Sports Direct, a sports brand over here in the UK. He's a very controversial figure. He's kind of a, a Jeff Bezos in the sense that, you know, his warehouse staff, you know, would have to piss themselves before they could get a toilet break, etc., etc. Um, and he did. He, 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 he used Newcastle United as a... As, as a as a fund, as pocket money, you know, it was all about making money. <coughs> Excuse me, as I choked to death. And he was a terrible, horrific owner. But I'm worried. I'm worried for Newcastle United because they were, for lots of people, um, very much a second team. People always love Newcastle. They're a one-city team. They're a very, very passionate fan base. They've uh, got a great stadium right in the centre of town. Newcastle is, it's you know, it's just over the border from Scotland, maybe about an hour and a half over the border. It's, I had my stag do there. It's an outrageously good night out. It's a great town. I've been to many games with a friend of the show, Jordy Paul, so to see them be bought by a nation that uh, murdered and cut up a journalist uh, a few years ago, a nation that jails homosexuals, a nation that didn't allow women to drive until about three years ago. Um, I don't think women have the vote. Um, it's not a democracy, so why would they have the vote? Um, and to see people sitting in the stand wearing sort of Saudi headgear at football games, uh, especially women, when you know women over in Saudi Arabia are not given the freedom that we have here in Western Europe and the Western world, um, it's just disappointing. And I think it's disappointing because I love football and it's I'm passionate football. I love English football, which is, can be controversial when you're Scottish, but I do love the English Premier League. But to win that Premier League, Jeremy, you need to have a billionaire owner, and yeah. a lot of the countries that have the money to buy these to buy to, to, to buy these teams have very 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 questionable. Um, political backgrounds and human rights. Um, so really, it's just that. It's just, yeah, Newcastle United have been bought by the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund, and I don't think it's a good day for football. I don't think it's a good day for Newcastle. Um, and I don't think it's the escape that Newcastle fans were hoping. And I feel sorry for Newcastle fans too, because they've had it rough for so many years. Um, and I think that is the problem is we said it before uh, on our Super League podcast with Manchester United and um, the Glazers is, you know, Manchester United started as a, as a, as a football team for guys who built like railway carriages, you know, Newcastle United was built by guys from Newcastle who wanted to play football. And before you know it, you're, you're in the pocket of the Saudi Arabians and that's the only way you can succeed. I don't know if you have any, thoughts uh we've kind of spoken about sports washing before but if there is a if there is a nation on earth right now who is trying to improve their reputation through sports it's saudi arabia um and they are the epitome of sports washing yeah no i've sort of i think i've mentioned my feelings for the saudi arabian government before i don't really need to again they're among the world's top villains at the moment uh, so yeah that sucks I, I really hope they don't have anything to do with the, the people who bought it of course they most likely do uh but let's hope they're the last one at least <clears throat> yeah absolutely and uh, you know as i say friend of the show jordy paul one of my closest friends passionate newcastle fan um i want to see newcastle succeed i want to see them succeed for him but for me saudi arabia is not the answer so on that uplifting note uh do you have a quiz question for me yes i do Woo! you ready yeah first but, yeah. quiz First quiz question. What sport is the main quiz question? About. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, I forgot the word about. Okay, well, about. Um, this isn't a real question. No, it's that's fine. Uh, lac lacrosse, well, Canada's national no, sport. No, it's one that we both like. Oh, okay. Uh, the NBA. No, the other. Uh, our uh, next favorite. That's uh, The NFL. Golf. Golf. Yeah, yeah, golf. Okay, yeah, golf. <laughs> I don't know what, what the point of that was. Love anyway. golf. Love golf. Okay, ready. Here we go. So, Tiger Woods. Uh, yes. You, you probably know him. He's first among active golfers with 15 major championship victories. Yes. Uh, Phil Mickelson is second. He has six. Okay. What two golfers are tied for third with four major championship wins each? Two golfers. Okay, Here two golfers. Majors. Uh, it's Vijay Singh there. No. Okay. 
It's Ernie Ells like there. Active. I don't know. He's not active anymore. These are active players. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't listen to the question. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I didn't listen to the question. I think VJ still plays on, plays on the senior championship, but that's that's not active. That's not active. That's just that's just playboys making money. All right, Greg Norman. Yeah, exactly. We're looking at you. All right. Another friend is yeah, another friend of Saudi Arabia, Greg Norman. Um <laughs> uh, active players, active players, active players. Wow. Uh, DJ, is he on that list? No. Oh god, come on, DJ. Start winning. Start winning. Uh so we're looking at four. We're looking at four. Rory Mack? Three or three, right? I've lost yeah. Oh yeah. Rory Mack. Is he there? Oh yes, is the answer. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Sorry. So you froze. Wrong. You froze, and then all I heard was, yeah. And I, I didn't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking okay. about. You got um, one of two. Okay, one of two. So we got Rory Mack with four. Who the hell else? Jordan Spieth? No, I think oh, he's three. Good, good he's guess. three as well. He came out of the blocks. Another one. He's like the he's like the, the reverse uh, Steph Curry. Um, he is the reverse Steph Curry. Oh god, Jack, edit this for the listener because this is going to be painful. Me just going, ooh. Um, I like can I get a clue? Can I get a, a clue? Don't like him. Uh, he's in one of the year's best rivalries. He's in one of what's best rivalries? This year's best rivalries in golf. Oh, uh, Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. What a man. Nice. I, I did not know he'd won four. Well done, Brooks. Yeah, yeah, he had a little run there. Hey, good on him. Um, was that the only quiz question? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. Good. <laughs> this is what happens when you, <laughs> we don't prep. No. <laughs> All right. No, well, I thought we cut it down to once a week or, 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 sorry, yeah, one or two per week, but I only had time for one today. No, I love it. Absolutely love it. Love good quiz questions. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you've made it this far, thank you for being with us. Um, Jeremy, it's been wonderful, but I think we'll have to end. So let's do our top threes. Let's do our top bloody threes. Uh, they are favorites. So let's do them. And this week, um, said favorite top threes. Uh, <laughs> is, to remember what it is. Yeah, I just try to remember what it is. Stole it myself, but I remembered it's overrated athletes. It's overrated yes, athletes. Um, Jeremy, do you want to go or do you want Jack to go? Would like phone in, phone him in. <laughs> if I could do a good Jack impression, I'd do one as him right now, but I definitely can't. All right. Um, yeah. so I'll I don't want I don't want to lose him as a friend, so I'm not gonna try. I'm yeah. Gonna try. Oh, if that was gonna happen, it would have happened by now. But anyway, true. uh That's number true. three, <laughs> uh former I thought we'd bring things full circle, former Oakland Raiders first overall pick, Jamarcus yeah. Russell, or as my buddy Nathan Tang thought his name was, Russell Jamarcus. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had a cannon arm, but he was a bozo. Uh, the famous story of him is the Raiders coaches sending tapes home with him and saying, tell us tomorrow what's on these. He came back and said, oh, it's blitz pickup stuff. And they went, actually, they're blank. We didn't put anything on them. So now we've really? never watched. Okay. Uh, number two, this one's for Jack, Michael Phelps. <laughs> uh, mainly because he, uh, when it comes to athletics, he's no Usain Bolt. And Jack is not here to argue with me. So suck on that, Jack. But also Do thank that. you for editing this. Uh, number one, uh, yes, people who ride horses in the Olympics. <laughs> uh, the horse is doing the work. The horse should get the medal. Forget these strange little men. Would you say that? Would you say the same with like the Kentucky Derby or like the Grand National over here? Yeah, you know, like the- fuck, fuck those, fuck everyone involved in horse racing. But yeah. yes, I would, al- I would always give it to the the horse if yeah. I had to give it to anyone. Well, especially because when when the horse racing's on and the jockey falls off, the horse always goes quicker. Like exactly. the guy, the horse that always wins the Grand National, the jockey fell off at the first furlong, and it's yeah. just been Can happy and like jockey. No. Oh well, Frankie, Frankie de Tori. Yeah. But he retired. Oh, I've never heard of him. He's played golf in Fiji with Vijay Singh. No, who does? Yeah, who exactly. doesn't? Um, right, anyway, okay. No, three. I like that. That was good. That was good. What is wrong with the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders? Like genuinely, mm-hmm. what is wrong with that organization? Uh, for me, um, I forgot to do this. So I'm making this up as we go. <laughs> uh, number one, it's Odell Michael Beckham Jordan. Jr. It's Michael Jordan, yeah. God, Steph Curry. Uh, it is uh, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, also known as Odell Depot Jr. Uh, from a previous episode. Um <laughs> I just don't like him, if I'm being honest. I don't know if that makes yep. somebody overrated, but it's just, yeah, I just don't like him. Uh, he annoys me. I feel like everybody sort of sort of insinuated he was the second coming of Jesus because of some insane yeah. catches for the New York Giants. But then I feel like he, he immediately tried to just do everything to ruin his brand and to be annoying. And now he's fallen out with the Cleveland Browns and he has yep. even gone through waivers and nobody picked it's him up. So, so far. Yeah, he's gone through two teams, and I just uh, so yep, that's him, Odell Depot uh, Beckham Jr. Uh, next up is uh, Jordan uh, Pickford, the England goalkeeper. Um, now there's a saying 
that many English, um, many of the English media will say, which is, um, you know, uh, for a player, they'll say, well, if he was if he was Italian or he was Spanish, he'd get so many more. He'd get so many more plaudits. But he's from Bristol, so nobody cares about him. Well, Jordan Pickford, for me, is the opposite. He only gets plaudits because he's English. If he was Spanish or Italian, people would be saying, why is he in the league? I, I <coughs> find, as I choked this, I find Jordan Pickford very infuriating. Uh, every single time he saves a goal, he just screams at the top of his head towards his defence as if they are um, the most useless bunch ever, which with Everton is normally factually correct, but still. Um, but yeah, I think he's very overrated. He did, slight caveat, have a very good Euros. Um, a very good Euros. Um, but yeah, no, I think he's overrated. And again, Jack's not here to argue, um, unless mm. Jack also hates him or dislikes him or thinks he's overrated, in which that's fine. Uh, but finally, for my overrated, it's it's uh, it's the wall that the Shockmaster went through because um, it didn't do a very good job at being a wall. So why be a wall? That's it. That's all I've got to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anything, anything, anything else, Jeremy? You're just looking, looking, into, looking into oblivion. No, sorry. My mom's just come downstairs. Oh, hello, Mrs. Kuro. Please start listening again. Yeah. We need the listeners. Pardon? Yeah, yeah. I'll be done in a second. It's fine. You want to come say hi? You can be on the show. Cameo. All right. Okay. Okay. See ya. All right. Thank you, Mr. Securo. That. that was brilliant. So okay. we started with uh, my son at the start and yep. mother, your mother at the end. So what a way to end this podcast. What a way to end this mm-hmm. podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening to myself and Mr. Jeremy Curo. It's been a lovely evening. Uh, we hope to be back at some point uh, within the next six to eight months. We hope Jeremy, uh, it's no Jeremy, you are here. We hope Jack will join us. Um, again, Jack, thank you for editing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Pods. We're on CastBox. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a five-star review. We're not on it, but we are on Instagram, but God knows where the password is. And uh, yeah, Jeremy, thanks, bud. That was good. Enjoyed it. Yeah, nice one. Uh, Jack, we missed you, but we will have you back soon, hopefully. And uh, nice work, Ali, as always. We'll chat soon. Absolutely. Um, and just remember, we really, we, we know nothing. We, we know absolutely nothing. Yeah, true. Good night. We're the Jon Snow of podcasters. That's it. Bye. <laughs>